Welcome to the Tone Jerks Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Gower, and with me today, we got... Kyle McIntyre, I'm here. Oh, yeah, we're in it. What is new in your world? What is shaking? What is grooving? You got a lot of it. What's going on? I got a new TV. Old one wasn't cutting it. All right. It was... um, Old one wouldn't, like, connect all the time to, like, the smart hub and, like, like Netflix and... Oh, okay. You're trying to dump it on me, but, you know... Well, you know. It's good for you. Yeah. You <laughs> plug it up. looks good on you, though. <laughs> plug up the PS4 you wanted to get. That's what I need to get, yeah. Yeah, and it'll be fine. But anyways, but yeah. in the house, so, I don't have that in there. So the old TV is, like, yeah, on the fritz, it's on the outs. It's give on it, the floor right give, now. Give it the boot. <laughs> and it was a smaller one. Yeah, so it was a 40-inch... So we wanted hey, to, 40 is pretty good, you know? Yeah. Whatever you got, I guess. But, right? but I uh <laughs> went a little little overkill. Okay. But I think uh it I like basically maxed the parameters of the living room. I think this yeah. is the largest <laughs> TV I could go with. <laughs> and I wanted to go bigger and I'm like, yeah, you know, let's not get yeah, so anyways, it settled on a 65-inch. Okay, Jesus. That's like <laughs> two, two feet more than what it, you got going yeah. on. Fuck, it's awesome. So it's like a movie theater up in that bitch. Yeah, and then I got a sound bar also. Yeah, okay. Um, what you so, need to do is surround sound. Yeah, I don't want to set that up. and I don't want all the wires and all the... Yeah, look look ugly. And spend another $1,000 on a system that was wireless or whatever. Oh, okay, wireless. Oh, yeah, you can get wireless. Yeah, they communicate Bluetooth or whatever. And... But with... Yeah, anyways. But yeah, but it's you like a small sound, room. Sound bar, and it's really not that big. No, no and like the sound bar really, is actually... Yeah. It's <laughs> like a... It's a Yamaha, actually. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. But um, yeah, I didn't want... There were other ones that were more expensive and shittier sounding or... Less expensive and a lot of wires. I'm like, uh, let's just go middle and. It was Yamaha speakers. Yeah, yeah, nothing wrong with Yamaha. It's right below. Yeah, yep. and it's fine. I set it up, and I actually set up Hulu too. So I got that. I got a notification that I have Hulu now with the your with Spotify. Spotify. So yeah. you let me know about that, and I was like, oh, I jumped on that. It's like for. Two bucks, two, two bucks. bucks. Yeah, a lot you of know, people. Hey, you know, preaching two bucks. Recently. Two dollars a month is not a whole lot when you get some really good content, people. <laughs> and we'll come back to that later. <laughs> but for two dollars a month more for your Spotify, yeah. you're getting Hulu. So yeah. I started doing that too. Started watching like Invader Zim and I started, Rick and Morty. <laughs> I started watching stuff that I've already seen before yeah. again. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, they have Kill a Kill on here dubbed and they have this sort of online movie that i've seen four times <laughs> fifth time's a charm baby <laughs> i start i started the, the movie and i was like what am i doing here i like i closed my laptop i'm like i don't need to watch this movie again i will later but not now <laughs> not right now i was like thinking i'm like i have other things i should watch or i should go, do be productive <laughs> go to the gym or do something with my life anyways go on um yeah so that's basically it i mean it's new TV. Aw- it's awesome, man. You got some new entertainment it's system. Like, and it's so much like the actual processing power of the TV is so much nicer. The other TVs, you turn on the turn on the TV, it'd be like, okay, I want to turn on Netflix app. Turn on. Oh wait, sorry, you can't. You have to wait another like three minutes. You gotta wait a little bit. It's got a. It's got a load. Do, 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 exactly, do, do, and it'd be a black do, screen do, the whole time. Do, do, do. This one. Can you play Pong or something here? Come on, man. (laughs) You probably could. Wouldn't steal a whole lot of processing Uh power. Yeah. Um, So, 
this TV, you turn it off. Let's say you're watching something. You're, oh, I got to go to work. Or I got to turn it off, come back. I got to go. It's, yeah. It remembers it. Wow. Okay. It'll remember it's Because it, it probably stays, it probably is robbing some power. Mm-hmm. But it, turn on and it's like, oh, did you want to continue watching this? You're like, sure. I don't have to launch an app. I have to, this is quicker than even like logging on like with a computer. Yeah. Nice. Okay, <laughs> well, cool. So, you, so you're digging your dude, purchase. it's awesome. Yeah. Good. You um, know, works uh, for the homestead. Yeah, for for the wife. It's all yeah. It's you guys like can watch some whatever shows you watch. I guess. Yeah, watch some more Expanse. Or, watch whatever's on Netflix. Yeah, and Hulu now. Yeah, Hulu. You, you got it going on. Uh, I I did buy some gear though. All right. So, so it's not all just a I know, fun I thought, game. I thought <laughs> like I forgot I got this pedal actually, yeah. and I was just playing it like two days ago. Well, it's because you got a new TV. You're I know. I'm just, in, uh, you know, big, big, big. But you got something that's a little smaller. <laughs> but not that small. It's, it's still, still pretty, a big yeah, pedal. Yeah. Yeah. So I got the monument from Walrus. So it's their trim. The tremolo. Gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. So it's a full on, <laughs> full on tremolo. It's not just like one knob or like knob with a switch or it's like here's your speed and here's your depth. Yeah. It's, you got a little bit more going on. Yeah. You got your your rate depth. You have your divisions. Okay. Uh, and then you have your shape of the actual tremolo. That's cool. Um, and then of course like a volume. Um, and there's also tap. There's a tap. Yeah. Okay. So tap trim. I've never, do you, I mean, you're just getting into it, but do you, yeah. like, I don't know. It's, it's cool. Um, people out there, do you guys find a use for a tap trim? I don't think I Come on people. To me, I always like <laughs> trim to be like just a little background. I don't like it to be like, oh, you know, I'm using it to chop up my sound. Yeah. Yeah, you want it to be more like a vibrato almost. I kind of like just, yeah, in the back, just like. Not where it's like. Yeah, a little bit of a texture. There's like um, parts, only actually like, I used to use it a lot more, but now for like songs, I'll kind of just like, I really actually have like one song. No, so I have two songs that I use it for. One at like at a bridge in the very ending of a, of a track that we play. And then yeah. also one where I just have like the lead up to the chorus where I go, like an arpeggio, and where I just have a chorus going on with it, like, and I'm like, that's the only two times in the whole set that our own music that I use them. But I think I'm like, I want to have a good trim. Trim with reverb's kind of cool. It is. That's a flint. Yep, <laughs> they're good. But no, I like it a lot. I think that's cool. Maybe like for you, maybe I'm option paralysis with the fractal that I can dial in stuff. Yeah. But I'm like, are you finding some cool sounds out of this bad boy or what? Yeah, no, I was uh, definitely digging it. I, I thought, oh yeah, I'll put the the ra- the depth all the way down and get that like super, you know, I don't know, like just subtle, like, co- yeah, yeah. But then I I I well, all the way up, I should say. I was having okay. the depth oh, you, all you, the way uh, up, uh, opposite, opposite yeah. of me, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm cranking this, yeah, I'm just cranking like five that, o'clock, cranking that knob. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know me. Uh, but then I, I started bringing it back and getting more of that vibrato kind of feel. Or even just like more of a classic amp kind of deal. So yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I haven't really messed with a whole lot of the divisions on there. Yeah. But I... There's a lot. It's not just like your standard three. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know a lot of what shapes are or divisions. So, so your shapes... You're going to have to... Tell me what these things are. I know, like, the shape with the uh, square and maybe, like, triangle, but I'm like, or there's sine waves and stuff like that. I know my my settings that I do for fractal are sine waves, 
And then these, uh, the square ones are for when you're trying to do like a tick, 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 tick. So basically yeah. it's like on, off, on, off, on, off, on, off. So it's like, that's what to me, trem is kind of so. Yeah. There's harmon- harmonic. So it'll add like a little bit of a um, tone and kind of like stuff like that to it. So no, it's, I haven't yeah, tried so this like yet. Complimentary. Yeah. I, I haven't really messed with the harmonic on it. Mm. I just been put it in the standard. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to go with this. And just for a trem for you, you were mentioning uh, earlier that you were like, oh, a trem is something that you weren't into. So you got the Hummingbird and that deal. That's pretty and cool. I also have the one I built. Oh, and yeah. And then I have the TR2, which is shit. No. Yeah, I mean. I just need to fix it. There's, yeah, you got some work to do on that one. Obviously, I mean, back to that pedal. It's a little sidetracking here, but it's a good pedal. A lot of people use it. Uh-huh. It's just. It's a volume. has some obvious problems with it. The volume drop, but I think you overcompensated for yeah, that. Yeah, now it's, it's like, like super, like it picks up like <laughs> radio. the, the butt. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like you're not even playing. It's just like you can hear the background noise of the amp. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I think. Slow down. You replaced parts in there that weren't correct. You kind of just guessed like, this will be okay. Yeah, because I, I didn't have the exact one that was recommended in a mod. Like, I'm like capacitor uh, or something? It or was. I, I'm just throwing out names. It was, it was a resistor. <laughs> I, I probably have the resistor now. Yeah. I mean, it might be a good one to revisit. And you do a trim shootout. The trim that you built, we've uh, talked about it a while ago. That one's good. I like it a lot. It's yeah. like a build, it was a mammoth deal. Yeah, from mammoth. It's the Arcadia. Yeah, that one I liked a lot. It trim. was like, oh, to me, I'm like, to me, I'm like, this is exactly what I want. And you're like, oh, I don't know. This one's not as like crazy on, yeah. as, you know, maybe the hummingbird or it's not, you know, it's like, the, it's not like a slicer. I'm like, well, no, it's a, more of an amp style like deal. It's really cool. And you're like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Have you validated it? It's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it might be fun to try. I think that's kinda... how I am. I want to keep finding new things. Yeah. So. so you got that and you have a little bit more to dig in with that. That's cool. Definitely. So you never really mentioned uh, where did you get that from? Did you get it off like uh, online or reverb or what? Closer actually. Okay. You know, you keep your friends close and your enemies closer. But you keep your pedals even closer. Yeah. And then when you buy them from your enemies, they're like in a middle area. <laughs> you get them so close that you give them cash to get that. Okay. Yeah. And then it's even close. Yeah. I sh- yeah, I think that's oh, right. You get them close to close. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Burke from 60 Cycle Hum. Okay. Yeah. That's, so like, that's uh, it. That, the homie. joke's over, boys. Yep. Yep. Okay. Right, ran, yeah, so, ran into the ground. But yeah. Okay. Cool. So he's. Yeah. Yeah. He was. He's a local guy. Showed up. Picked it up. Yeah, no, that's really cool. So it was like uh, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. He was a tough buy. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, and I was I, a tough sell. He was like, I do not want to take your money because you know what? It's not green enough for me. <laughs> it's not worth it dealing with your ass. Yeah. Hey, Kyle, you're like, hey, bro, what's going on here? Hey, yeah. man. Like, with my hands in my pockets walking in in his house. Like, you start kicking, kicking, tire, <laughs> kicking tires. I'm like, that's my. Kids playset. Well, there's tires on there somewhere. I bet. <laughs> what the fuck? You're just a fucking prick. Uh, like you don't have to literally find tires to kick. <laughs> I could learn something new every Wear day. Wear my bro. newsies outfit. Yeah. Mm, what am I? <laughs> what are you like? Shitty an old, dry, old, like, old gangster. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> see, you got that monument pedal around here. <laughs> Uh, it's been a fortnight since I've seen one. <laughs> when there was such a different accent. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't like the first one. Uh, I got to do a redo. Uh, what, what's new with you, Brian? Uh, let's see. So I've played a couple shows with um, 
Brian Rash Zigla, also our drummer for Playing Without a Pilot. I do that all the time. What are you talking um, about? I played a show with his band, oh. just in case. I play bass for his band, uh, you know, for as long as he lets me do it. <laughs> yeah. And it's been fun. So I played two shows the past couple weeks. So the weekends, which are, you know, um, it's good. We Good weekend shows, good good draws, good people. Good. It's probably just because you're a bassist with your own gear. That's why he's, yeah, he's like, continuously hey, yeah. calling you up. <laughs> I thought it because he liked me, but you're probably right. So, um, yeah, we played um, one, one of the shows you went to. It was uh, Himmelberg's. It's a new bar venue downtown San Diego. Yeah. And it was cool. It was a cool little spot. Cool. Like, it was like a nice little, sp- like, PA up upstairs. And it's like, it's just like, to me, I'm like, okay, cool. You got a couple 15s. You maybe got a couple 18s. Good sound. And it's fine. Just, like, if you know how to, like, control your levels. And we were able to do that. To me, it sounded good on stage. But for you, you were in the crowd. It was... Whew. It was hard. Oh, little, and certain little, certain things were like non-existent. Boomy, you said? Yeah. Bass was boomy and guitar was like, didn't cut at all. Nice. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I play bass, I'm like, no. But The time you play bass, yeah. <laughs> you're stoked on it. But it was, a, it, it was I don't know, it's like, a, I mean, it's a new venue, so I'm sure they're dialing stuff in. And for us, like, we, you know, it's like, a, for us playing a new venue, uh, we're trying to like figure things out. So for that venue... I went DI out of the Sansamp. Yeah. So I, I used your uh, pe- bass pedal board. I used the uh, Terra Bass 500 combo. And I was like, okay, cool. So I was like, during sound check or whatever, he didn't have me going. The drums weren't really, Brian wasn't like full on. So I'm like, okay, we, only so much that you can do for sound check. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever, you know. Um, guitar wasn't mic'd. But because he plays extra loud, like it's like. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool. And then Brian's like, hey, man, I can't hear. Can you turn bass up? Can you turn bass up? So I'm like, just get it louder, louder on the stage. I'm like, all right, well, let's turn it up to like one o'clock or whatever. And I'm like, it can handle it. And then I had him go DI, so just for stage volume. So it may have been the the, the DI or something. I don't know. Yeah. But. Well, also you weren't using the full pedal board capability. Right. Yeah, I didn't have, and then uh, yeah, I was mentioning I was like I didn't turn on the Earthquaker, um, the drive pedal. I didn't. I was like the was, Westwood. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I was like, oh, to me, I'm like, I, it's gritty enough. It sounds fine. It sounded good for me. Yeah. Through through my wedges and on stage, I'm like, yeah, it sounds good. I don't know. But apparently, like you and Johnny were like, oh, it was a little bassy. Something sounds yeah a little different. It was like, or it well, you want your bass to sound bassy? It wasn't like cutting. I'm like, well, you know, for this, I'm like, I don't know if I really want to like be super cutting or whatever on the cutting edge cutting floor you know I'm like so i don't know it's, it's it's always like like we talked about before it's like you don't know what you sound on stage like to us i'm like yeah it sounded great for me and then brian he didn't have really a monitor and he's yeah. like he was trying to figure it out he's like oh no, no i didn't really like it i'm like all right cool so maybe my bass was too loud because of apparently like trying to compensate for the drummer or brian or whatever either way you know it was good. I think we played really well, and it was fun. It was a good crowd. People really enjoyed us because yeah. they were like, oh, you know, it's like we, I don't know. I think we're melodic. We're fun. We're easier to get into for just in case. Um, we're kind of similar to how plain is. It's like you want to be tight. You want to mm-hmm. be, you know, um, like it's, I don't sing for that band, but Brian and Adam do, the guitar player, and they they have a really good complimentary like, style. It's like brian's doing backups for adam adam's doing backups for brian brian's doing leads you know it's it's cool it's a lot of fun it's like when you see a drummer sing it's like oh shit <laughs> that guy can yeah. hold it down he's not just like barking at a mic so that was fun and then uh last week 
Um, I played a show in down Chula Vista, so mm-hmm. in Manhattan Bar. You weren't, you didn't attend that one. I did not go, but uh, it it was a cool show. It's a good turnout. It's like cool little bar. I've never been there. I've been meaning to make it down there for a show, but uh, San Diego Music League put it on, and it was fun as fuck. But for me, that was an opposite experience to where I was like, "That sounds like shit on stage. I can't hear a goddamn thing." Um, <laughs> whereas everybody else was like, "Man, it sounded great." Like Johnny, even like I know Johnny's not going to pull punches with me. He's the you. You look he's like a snob. You, you sound like Ashley Simpson, or look like Ashley Simpson on stage. <laughs> he's not pulling punches. And he said like it actually sounded. It filled up the room. Your bass was fine because I'm like I was like I'm drowned out. Yeah. Because like they didn't mic me. I didn't have a DI or anything. The guy was like, oh, I'll DI you. And he's like, oh, I'm gonna go uh, smoke. You know, smoke. You know, drink some beers in the back. I'm like, all right, cool. You're gone for sound check. Fine. I can't get a DI. Can't get a DI? Can't get a DI? <laughs> and then so um, the guitar player, like I said, he likes to play loud. So I'm like, okay. I got, you know, the terror bass. It's a little guy, but it packs a punch. So I'm like, all right, we're going to have to crank it back up. We're doing about like one o'clock, you know, maybe two o'clock here. One o'clock, two o'clock. You know, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're... I'm, I had the amp going. And I was like, man... I had the Westwood on, and I'm trying to like sculpt the sound with like the Westwood, the sand sand. Sculpt, and not shape. Was yeah. it made of fucking granite? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just taking it. For, my tone is set in stone. I'm taking my tone for granite, you know. And oh, <laughs> granted. Um, so that was, joke was travertine. It was supposed to be travesty. What? You can't fucking let me have that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> anyway so i was like i was like man i was going i was like i don't i felt like i wasn't heard at all but i was like certain parts i was like oh you can hear me and then other people it's like no you filled up the room really well because it's not a huge bar and it was kind of shaped like an l really talking about fat you are yeah okay (laughs) dang dude your tone yeah okay dang pack it you know well you know you made fun of me last time you're packing some heat here did i yeah you did i'm sure i did yeah, <laughs> any episode with the tone jerks like stamp on it. I'm like, yeah, I probably did. <laughs> <laughs> you you still put up the disbelief? Really? Did I? I did. I probably did. I did. <laughs> I'm gonna take your word on that one, buddy. Dude, you're fat, man. Thanks. I ain't talking about your tone. My shadow Don't weighs 22 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like okay, and then like people say, no, you actually sounded really good. I'm like, oh, I thought we sounded like shit. And I'm like, not that we like played poorly just, or anything yeah. just like i'm like i don't the know mix. i don't i'm like ah, you gotta take what you can and to me i'm like i don't have a head anymore i don't have a cab so i'm just gonna deal with like my combo yeah. that i have here you made your bed <laughs> yeah made my bed <laughs> should have brought the 410 i could have i could have borrowed your amp but i'm like ah no it's fine but so far apparently that amp is still good yeah it works out you gotta it's just kind of like you know if you i hit you you play a bar with like no monitors and like bare bones uh vocals through the pa you kind of got a deal and just like well, here it is. <laughs> Apparently, it sounded good. This and, is me, boys. Unless everybody was like blowing smoke up my ass because they knew I was just like, "What the fuck you say? My, my tone is good, right? <laughs> Fucking good." <laughs> so it was fun. It was good. Um, and I gotta say, like, just a follow up, that mono vertigo, the bass case, real fucking hit. Oh yeah. Oh man. So, um. The Himmelberg show, um, Johnny came to that show and he able to give he was able to give me a ride and he, he was like, Oh yeah, I'll, I'll cruise out and he was able to park really close and he, he dropped me off and he parked like just down the 
uh, block. But I was like, oh, able to just walk up with like, okay, I have my amp, I have my pedal board strapped to the base, yeah. you know, all my cables in the base like pocket. And then I just like carry my amp, which is like, you know, not too bad. It's maybe like 40 pounds or less. Just, oh, I can walk it up the stairs. Here we go. Boop, 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 boop. And then I was like, same thing. And so when I got to play the Chula Vista, I still had the same rig. I'm like, oh, I'm going to carry it. And I was like able to wear the base like a backpack, have the um, Nano uh, pedal train strapped to it, and then have all the cables inside the pocket of the uh, mono case, and then carry my base amp. And I was like, it was parking was shitty there. Even in Chula Vista? It was just weird. It was like only so much here, and apparently you could have parked in some blacked out parking lot across the street that nobody told me about until like I was already parked yada yada whatever so I'm coming in hot here and so uh, uh, and then (laughs) and so I'm like but I parked you know I parked parked like a block and a half away I parked a block I parked a block away away. and so I'm like walking I'm like and as I'm going I'm like man this is not bad not bad not a bad boy I'm like one trip and I carried it my whole rig as a bass player I'm like this is good sounded great uh, so, anyways, and then it was so good that uh, Adam, the bass or Adam, the guitar player from Just in Case, he yeah. uh, bought that same guitar case. He bought wow. that same version, but for guitar. He's like, "Oh man, this thing's pretty cool." It's like because he saw me. He's like, "This thing's padded. It's great. It's like so many pockets. Like this thing's fucking a pro gig bag." I'm like, "It is." Yeah. We've I mean, always talked how good gig bags are. I think gig bags are shitty unless they're mono. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I'm like, like I said, I'll backtrack on how you know if I don't think gig bags are good, but I like the mono ones. I remember mm. I had a gig bag that like it was like so shitty. I've had those too, where they're just it's like, like parachute material, like parachute pants. Yeah, it's like with padding. Yeah, it's like you know those like what those like uh, car sale balloon guys. It's like that, but like <laughs> but a guitar case. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like one of those like lawn ornament things people have like for, oh, for the, the like Santa Claus Christmas or Halloween. Yeah, this is Halloween. This is guitar case. This is guitar. Yeah, it's yeah like, it was horrible. It's like so, sh- like, they weren't good. They weren't good back <laughs> and then in the day. I, I remember the one I had. Um, it's like, just put a trash bag over your guitar. That's all you <laughs> yeah. need. I was like, that's the same fucking thing. <laughs> they, uh, like, right where the tuners and everything at the headstock, there was, like, that foam, like, like a little more foam at the top. Like, that's going to do anything. All it did was, like, Bend them. shred. No, it shredded. Oh. <laughs> and so you pull your, your bass out, and you have, like, the nasty... D- Decomposing foam all over your all over the like, fucking headstock. Damn it! You had to like <laughs> blow it off. It's like in yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And then of course your guitars at a fucking tune. Yeah. And then you're a kid. You forget to put batteries in your tuner. Yeah. That wasn't a pedal tuner. It was like the stupid like one with like the dial on it. Yeah, I think we've had you and I both. I had one that was like a hand me down case from like guitar shop, and I think you had one that was like yeah, like a Fender. I think or, it was Fender, but it was like so floppy. They were just so shitty. And it was now just it's like, like a dust cover. And it's like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but the, the foam became shittier dust that you couldn't just blow away. It like stuck to the. Yeah, it was like a body bag before yeah, for a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, I don't know I think it's just like back in the day it's like the you know the gig bags were just so shitty yeah and then now I just think like if like the standard for me of like if it's a mono case it's good everything else is probably still shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah like the music area ones are probably good I've seen videos like 
Yeah. The 60 cycle did stuff. And I'm like, I've seen them around. I'm like, yeah, they're probably good, you know. But I'm like, mono, I'm like, I know they're good because I own them and I use them. I'm like, they will hold up. So I recommend getting them. I've talked to a couple of people and they're like, yeah, you know what? I probably should get one of these. I'm like, are they cheap? I'm like, absolutely not. They're probably double of what you should pay, but I like them. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I got another another quick one. Okay. So I'll allow it. Uh, I I have sold some things, and by things I mean a single thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I sold another thing this week. I sold a six space uh rack case. So one of those Roadrunner ones is like the tour. Case yeah, like the hardwood the wood. with the what? Fuck, man. Those, it, the case itself is heavy as fuck, but it's Damn. durable and it's six spaces, so it's big and it's pretty deep. Yeah, I remember that thing being like 80 pounds and with my all my with, shit. With in all it. the shit in it. It's like, cause we filled the six spaces up because we're like, well, got space, fill it up. Anyway, so I got it. was It's been in a closet and I was like, I've just, you know, I, I'm just like, why am I holding on to this? It's just like, I fucking, like, it's cool. And it's just the idea of like, we're going to be a big touring band, but if we do like go on a big US tour, big world tour, I ain't taking that. We're packing light. <laughs> we're packing yeah. light. We know better now, you know? Um, so, you know, selling the stuff in it. And the thing is, I had a lot of rack gear in there. So there was the uh, power conditioner. Yeah. It was a Monster Power 900 or whatever. So, yeah, they're, they're good. Um, a rack tuner, which I like rack tuners, but I'm like, I'll never have a rack based rig anymore. Yeah. If anything, I would, you know, if I wanted to have anything in a rack, it would, would be a fractal, which has a tuner in it. So I'm like, all right. Not that the tuner, rack tuners are bad, but if like, unless you're a bass player with like the tuner out and a rack, deal, it's like, it's anyway. So I'm selling that and I'm going to sell like a Sonic Maximizer, which I like. They're cool and they sound good, but I'm like, I have pedals and I have stuff and EQ and stuff like that. So selling that and then the rack case itself. So put those all on Craigslist. So far, uh, the one thing that has buzz is the rack case, <laughs> and so I had a couple, you know, you know, a couple of people biting and like, you know, like maybe like dicking me down, like because I put I put up there, I'm like, we'll trade for pedals. I'm like, I kind of was like, because my whole thing is like, I want to try pedals and also like pedals, I'll put on reverb and sell. Yeah. Because you can put up like a normal basic bro Behringer, like yeah, or TC or boss or whatever and like that'll sell even if you don't like it or if you're like if, even if I get something that you already have I'm like oh I'll just sell it yeah or if I get something that you don't have I'm like oh maybe you want it whatever so yeah. like just and the thing is like what's uh, smaller than a big rack case a pedal pedal <laughs> so it'll get the space too so I was like okay cool Sold that um, because somebody hit me up. I had a couple people dig me around like I said but one guy uh, hit me up he's like paid exact asking price picked it up right away he was nice. local it was cool we just you know met up and he was asking me a couple questions like oh hey you know it's like i'll buy it but i'm like do you mind if i bring the piece of gear just to see if it fits oh, i don't want to buy it and have it not fit and i was like dude it's a standard rack size no there are different sizes they're yeah, shallow that's ones. what i said yeah that's why i don't understand <laughs> oh the depth okay yeah. sorry and, i know the width yeah. is fine and so i was like um so i was like okay no i mean i understand that's fine bring it and i'm like if you don't then it's fine because i'll meet locally like w- locally i mean within like half a mile away from, you know from my house i'm like cool <laughs> and so um it's not gonna be you know a big deal no sweat off my sack you know 
Uh, so, <laughs> so anyway, so I met him up and he's cool. He's like, oh, I'm like, okay, well, hey, what are you trying to fit in here? He's like, oh, I have a, I just bought a Fractal XFX2 XL Plus. I'm like, yeah, dude. And I was yeah. like, just like talking to him. I'm like, this will fit. I'm like, I have one. It's totally going to fit, but you know, whip that shit out and let's throw it in here. Whoa. And then he's like, he's like, cool. And it fits. He's like, oh man, I'm trying to get into a rig that's like, you know, It'll be a rack, but it, it will be my everything. I'll have a power, you know, conditioner in there. I'll have a power amp in there, and I'll have my fractal, so I can because I'm like I'm a guitar player and a bass player, so I just have to switch this for every cab that I you know use for both both or three or four. He was talking to me about all the bands he's in. It's like I'm like that's kind of what you need because I'm like yeah, just set your patches because I'm like there's really great bass sounds with the new Aries update that they just did. I'm like and talking to him about it, and he's like what? I'm like. Yeah, update your firmware. Da, da, da. And I'm like talking to him, like, like, yeah, if you go to the Fractal website, I'm like, you know, I'm talking to you too much about it. You'll figure it out, you know? Uh, just listen to my, just, let me uh, just show my podcast to you. I'm like, uh, just give me my fucking money, bro. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it was, it was cool. So I got the money and he had that. And I was That's like, a cool. good experience. I like that. It was a good, good selling tool. So I'm stuck with some rack gear that I'm trying to sell. I might throw it up on Reverb. I just don't want to deal with the, Shipping. If it doesn't fit into like one of those like, you know, uh, was it flat rate? Uh, yeah, flat rate deals. And I'm like, oh, none of them be, will. Gonna be a bitch. I'm like, I have to guess the shipping because I'm like, luckily with the amp, I guess the shipping correctly in my favor. But I'm like, I <laughs> don't want to do that. I don't. No, no. But it was fine. No, no. Hey, I took the time, and the guy gave me five stars. Okay, um, but I don't want to. <laughs> you didn't tell him you conned him out of some money. Yeah, no, it was my time. It's like, you know, long, you know, the, and the materials that I had to use to pack that thing. It, I mean, you know, minimum wage in California. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it was overtime, actually, because I had already worked my 40 hours. <laughs> Jesus. You report all that? Yeah. Anyway, so, um, anyway, so I'm stuck with this rack gear, you know, which is like, it's the reason I'm selling the rack gear and I don't want to use it anymore is because it's kind of too big. It's not good for gigging, which kind of brings it into a topic I want to do. The first topic. Yeah. And, you know, once you introduce this, Kyle, we hash this one out. Yeah, we've we've talked about this one before. There's some good stuff that are, you know, bigger gear, but I'm like, you don't, it's yeah. not really the best for gigs. You kind of want to, sometimes gigs, you want to be, you know, on the run. You yeah. Know? So this is your ungiggable rig. Mm-hmm. This is your riggable, ungiggable, giggable, riggable. The gaggable, giggable? Yeah, the dirigible, <laughs> riggable, ungiggable rig. So, yeah, this kind of inspired by, um, they don't listen, but whatever, we'll shout them out anyways. Uh, the guitar nerds, uh, Matt Knight. I don't know if he's still on the show anymore. I haven't heard him. But uh, he has like, you know, just his bedroom is just like the biggest yeah. fucking rig he can think of, like weird stuff, mini switch, do it. You know, it's like multiple amps for a bedroom, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which is cool. It's cool, fun stuff, but I'm like, Hey, you know, what is the rig that we can think of? Like, let's limit it down because, like, we don't want to have, like, a like a four-day podcast here. Okay, <laughs> ten items that could be, like, a bitching-sounding rig. Uh-huh. But you'd be like, this is, I'm going to need a van or a box truck to bring this to the gig. <laughs> or, All like, right. I need a lot of friends to bring yeah. this. Whatever it is. And you don't want to do it by yourself. Hey, that shit's upstairs, bro. Now you got to bring your whole rig up there, but it sounds great. So this is kind of the topic here. So that's ten items that could be a really killer, ungiggable, riggable, giggable, gaggable rig. 
There's you didn't, you didn't repeat it exactly how I said it. I don't, and you know, you can say it again if you want, or nope, I can just copy I, and paste. Nope. Yep. <laughs> Insert here. Uh, All right. So, did you want to go first, or did you want me? So, ten pieces. I could go first. Yeah, I I'm think gonna, you should go. You know, deal with this. It's pretty good. So, I've mentioned this one before, but he has a new version of it. So, Reverb. We like it, right? Yeah. I'm a big fan of Spring Reverb. Yep. But I've only played Spring Reverb pedals, or algorithms in fractal or pro tools yep or i played you know an amp spring reverb which is pretty all right all right uh i want a reverb unit uh-huh. a tank right a reverb tank and nocturne brain he has the f-bomb which he has the 63 that we had mentioned way long ago but he has a newer one that came out i want to say within like i don't know around fall or maybe winter time you know recently it's the f-bomb tv Okay. It is the tremolo, you know, reverb. So tube tremolo, you know, reverb spring, actual springs unit. Dang. And to me, I'm like, well, that's what I want for my reverb. That's my reverb effect. And then, you know, delay. You know, we like the tape delays. Yep. I want a real tape delay. Which I'm gonna one? I'm going to go the full tone tube tape echo unit. Uh, it's one of the ones that, uh, like... I remember seeing like old videos of Gaslight Anthem playing and he had only a couple effects. He had that tape unit going and maybe like a, I don't know, some drive pedal that he switched out all the time, but it's like he had an actual tape unit. You know, Dang. it's like when he had the delay parts, he had a real tape thing. Cause he was doing like, you know, the old school Fenders, uh, you know, 52 reissue telecast. He was doing old school stuff. So it was like, oh, I'm going to have old school tape. That doesn't work for tour. He kept yeah. on talking about like this shit always broke. Dang. Always the tape always broke. I mean, it's not meant for tour, but it's you're not trying meant to... for dry like road. It's not meant for no, no, it's picking not... up, setting down. No, it's like actual tape unit with tubes in it. Like yeah. that's like that your your echo delay unit. I'm like, okay, that's cool, but you can't gig with that. You can't tour with that. I can only imagine if you're like the one loading that into the fucking venue. Like, do you want to bring that in there? Probably not. Hell no. And uh, yeah, so that's what like I was like, oh man, that'd be super cool to have though. If you're not going to gig with it. And then um, uh, I forgot to mention, but with the uh, Nocturne Brain deal, we played the F-Bomb from Jim Bowers. He brought it uh, to San Diego. We actually got to try it. Sounds bitchin'. Sounds great. Yeah. And that's one reason why I'm like, oh, shit. When I saw he had the the TV trem, you know, reverb deal, I'm like, trem verb. I'm like, still can't afford it, but that'd be tight. So I'm putting it on my list. So got those two bad boys. And then I got more effects here. So, a rack unit. Going rack units here. All right. Going the TC Electronic, the 2290, the dynamic de- digital delay. So, like, the what, like, so many, I mean, TC obviously emulates it. Uh, Boss does, like, Fractal has an emulation of the 2290. I think What's it called, were, though? I think they call it the 2210. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> they just like, call it the 2210 digital delay. <laughs> I'm like, so they're just like, let's throw numbers together. Yeah, yeah. we're not doing the as long 22. As, tw- as long as it's 22 and then some random. Because it's like, oh, it's 2209. Well, that's too close. Well, 2210. <laughs> because there's one more than 09. It's better. Yeah. So um, it's a cool, it's like a, you know, a full on, it's like those run at least a grand, maybe 1500 you know, dollars for a rack, single space rack unit digital delay. And that's the one, you know, that's the one where you think of digital delays like yeah. that or boss, you know. D, you know, DD3, DD, you know, whatever. Those are digital delays. Yeah. But I'm like, you know, the boss one is small. I want the big one. So I'm going to go TC Electronic deal. And then I got another um, 
uh, rack unit. I'm doing the Shinai Vibro. Uh, the U. You're killing my vibe, bro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my vibe, bro. Uh, the U915, The it's the rack chorus and vibrato. And because I'm like, yeah, you got to get some modulations up in there. Jesus. You know, I'm going to get a rack. You know, I already have a rack going. I'm going to have a rolling rack case probably. Or maybe several uh, for my rig here. So I'm only talking effects currently. So uh, I'm also going to do, because I got to have wah. I'm going to have my rack wah from Dunlop. <laughs> yeah, they make one <laughs> the of those. The crybaby rack wah. Well, who's, is there a signature one? I don't I think, think so. I know that they, John, they make some. John Petrucci, yeah, I yeah, believe, yeah. he does his uh, his pedal, which is a wah pedal. He takes a lot of the- um, I thought it was Joe. Is it- Joe Petrucci? I thought it was John Petrucci. John Petrucci? No, I think you're Joe, George. Joe Satriani. It's George. George Petrucci. George of the Jungle is what you're thinking of. Oh. But <laughs> John Petrucci, he has his wah, which is like a you know great, great modern take on things because uh-huh. instead of using the rack wah, you have a lot of your controls on the wah itself instead of having a okay. remote control. But I'm like, I got a rack space going with the Shanae and TC. Might, Might as well, well throw <laughs> that in there. How many rack? You got some open space probably yeah, too. Yeah, because I need to control those things and my amps that I'm going to talk about. I need have the RJM Mastermind, which everything locks in there and it's MIDI controlled and I'm controlling all my- Oh, um, shit. Yeah, the parameters and everything of the switching and the controls of the other uh, rack units. So uh, I have another space in there, which I'm going to, you know, all the other effects that I don't have with- those, um, you know, the tube, you know, echo and the tape and echo and the, you know, bring reverb and stuff like that. I, you, you yeah. need another delay probably. No, I'm going to get a Fractal Axe FX3. Oh. You know, I got, I got a couple spaces. Space for so it. I got three spaces in that rack and I throw that in there. And I, I can do some more MIDI controlling with that. You with probably my, put a microwave in there too. Yeah, you know, so I'm like, <laughs> might as well just get that because I've got three spaces. <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure you have proper X, shielding X around that. Axe three, and I can run a control <laughs> switch to do that. Um, so, and I can control that with the mastermind if I really needed to. So, I need some amps to run those things into. I mean, so, you don't need them, but yeah. I'm doing the uh, Mesa Road King. Oh, yeah. Which is the up to 150 watt amplifier that has four channels, which you can do switching between, uh, there's uh, two sets of or two types of tubes in there. There's two EL34s and two or four 6L6s, and you can do a combination of those and mix different styles. I'm like, Dang. yeah, you have your gain tones, you have your crunchy tones, you have like your cleans, all that in there, and it's controlled via a MIDI foot switch. So you can do that with the uh, Mastermind. And then I need a classic tones. So I need a classic tones. I needed them. So I'm going to get a satellite atom. So I can have it clean, and then I can crank that bitch. And sometimes when you want to run more of the vintage styles of like the, you know, reverbs and tape units, do that. I'm going to do a satellite atom. Just crank that into my cabs. I'm going to go a little what weird. What number are you at right now, by the this way? This is the last one. I have my, I'm going to do uh, Janus cabs. Okay. So I saw some of these in different rig rundowns for different bands, but it was also for brand new. They had one. Yeah. Uh, Janus cabs. They make... Uh, custom cabs they do some weird stuff i'm gonna do a six by 12 this is my i'm jumbling these together so i'm cheating here yeah i'm gonna do a one six by 12 cab and then i'm gonna do a two by 15 cab so i can get the lows and I together yeah that's my one cab no, all right no i'm gonna you have to put them together I'm, for yeah. one cab okay you can't cheat then, on this one 
All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna Just do put one some strapping on him. I'm gonna do him. one cab, and I'm gonna do like tiptoe pattern back and forth, <laughs> like hopscotch. Do a six by twelve and a two by fifteen, all in one giant cab. How about that? This is my ten pieces. <laughs> it's custom. It's pretty good stuff, right? Mm, yeah. But I'll have them wired differently. I have uh, the satellite going into one, and I'll have the Mesa going into the other. All right. But I'll, they'll be set wired separately, but in one box. How about that? Sounds like you already placed the order for all this stuff. Yeah, it's good. It's good to go. So that's a hell of a... I mean, imagine if you showed up and like, we're ready to go, boys. <laughs> we're going to play in front of the uh, 20 people here at the bar. <laughs> Yep. Get and by Str- 20, might as well stretch, boys. <laughs> yeah. Get it up the stairs. Just that rack unit alone probably weighs like 120 pounds. And no, the cab would kill you. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> you made me convert it into one. Yeah. But that's my that's my I think I mean all those are like there's not a there's no slack in there. They're yeah. all good. They're all pick pull it and pull pick it up the weight. What do you got? Give me some of your list. Kyle, go. All right. You gotta start with the roads. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have a Rhodes. Yep. That's oh damn. Okay, you're you're you know you're starting off the gate here. Yeah. Good stuff. Start off big, bulky. Yeah. Fragile. Very fr- yeah. Okay, <laughs> and then uh a basement head. Okay. Yeah, okay, like a old like sixties like fifty watt yeah. or something like that. Blackface. Throw it on a six by twelve. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay, and then I mean, you're gonna need a a space echo. You're gonna need a RA yeah. RA two hundred one. Yep, nice. G- gonna have to, you have to have that. Well, yeah, because that's the you know you got to get your like you like know, that's something that stuff. shouldn't ever leave the studio. You gotta get, some but sp- you got it on stage. You got some space. Yeah, <laughs> there's some space in the U-Haul. Yeah, <laughs> and then because it's like really big and doesn't need to be that big, I picked the Sonic Maximizer rack unit. Yeah. <laughs> Because and it does, I don't have any rack, so it's just it's it's on the floor. Oh, okay, yeah. So it's probably underneath. It's, it's like, actually it's underneath like, the space echo. Yeah, it's like the people who like um, put pedals on the floor. No, we're putting rack units on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. Better not step on those knobs and break them off. Yeah. All right, and then so if you break it, you can buy mine. <laughs> yeah. Mm. All right. Uh, and then I'm gonna have the the mic stand beer holder. So I'm gonna have my beer. Uh, <laughs> just you know, you lock it right on there. That's part of my those, rig. I see those a bunch, and I kind of like. I can't tell if they're ironically doing it, but I have some friends who do that, and they're like, "Yeah, man, it's always right here." Hell like, yeah. That's <laughs> looks, very daddish. That, it's a very dumb idea, but it's also like <laughs> that's pretty cool. I have, um, a, I have a clock on my pedal board. <laughs> yeah, I can't judge you, man. Yeah. I can't judge you. We are one and the same. <laughs> yeah. our, we have different priorities, yep. but we, we like to think ahead. Yep. Um, and then a Fender 1963 spring tank. Yep. Original, right, you yeah. know, like not yeah. a reissue. Yeah, okay. Because okay. that shit is fragile as fuck. I bet the glue holding like the wood together is about to break. <laughs> so like, hold on for dear life. I'm thinking of, like fragility on all this shit, right? Yeah. And then of course. Another baseman with a six by twelve. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> yeah, you got two. This is my stereo rig. Oh, gotta okay? have two. You gotta, gotta. All right. All right. And then um, the concrete block big muff. So just like. Oh. 
<laughs> yeah. It's like a, it's, <laughs> that was another like clickbaity kind of thing or whatever, but it was real. It was a big muff into a concrete real. block. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it sold for $500. Uh, shipping was probably a killer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. No, that's good. Damn. That's, yeah. That made something that was like kind of like, eh. Okay, we got a tone here. To now we have a tone here that's ungiggled. Now, okay, damn. Okay, that's it. That's my ten. Damn, that was good. And I repeated my, the cabs, the 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 amps. Yeah, dang. So that's that's a good one. Fuck. No, like there's no, there's hardly any effects in there. There's no fat in that. Yep. You got it. You, you, you got some dirt. You got some delay. You yep. got some reverb. What more do you need? You man? got two amps. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Good stuff. A shitty dirt pedal, <laughs> made of dirt. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck! That got me. All right, cool. That's some. If you guys can think of any really cool, like pieces of you know gear that are just like a little impractical to bring out to a gig, because but hey, are perfectly fine to use. Yeah, you know? they they sound good. But I'm like, hey, this is not. I'm I'm not gonna bring this to the gig because. Uh, one, I don't want, it's fragile. Two, maybe it's so fucking heavy. Maybe it's like, oh, you know, it's like, why bring that when you can have like something on a pedal? Whatever it is. I'm like, do you want to dedicate a whole rack space unit to a chorus? Yeah. Well, you know, hey, but it's a really good one. And and the point I should have made on the Big Muff was that the reason why it was ungiggable was because it was a Big Muff. Yeah, you just leave it off. Not because it was a concrete block. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. Anyway, so if you guys have any more, let us know in the group or whatever, you know. All right, Kyle. Uh, it's a loose topic here. I wanted to jump on. What do you say? You ready? I like loose topics. Like a fast and like a loose. So, drop tuning. Yeah. I'm doing that a lot in uh, Just In Case. It's their style. They do a lot of drop D. They yeah. play an E standard and they drop it to D and... Half the set is drop D. The way we structure it is like, okay, all the drop D songs, so we don't have to be like, boo, beep, boo, beep. No, we're not going back and forth. Yeah. And to me, I notice a difference playing drop D. Yeah. Even for bass. Because I'm like, you know, I'm not playing chords really, but of like sometimes like structures or like your your, your patterns that you play. Um, but it's mainly just like the feel for me. i going to cut the chase here. I don't like it. I hate the way. I it, hate it. I hate it. I don't like it. I don't like the way it feels. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like the fuck feels. And I don't, to me, like the way, sometimes the way it sounds, I'm like, oh, it's deeper, but it's just like. Is this no definition or what? Well, it's okay. So I'm just being super like picky and critical about this. And I was talking to uh, yet again Johnny. Uh, Johnny Ray about this and to me I'm like okay because I know he did this for a couple bands of his he, he has the uh, extender the hip shot deal to where you flip flip it and oh, they'll, yeah. they'll bring it I'm like it's a cool thing but I'm like whatever I'm like I have no time because we do tuning breaks so it's whatever and it's like I can tune to one string to drop D whatever pretty quick so I'm like ah, I'm not going to do it maybe eventually maybe I might try it on my P bass because I'm like that's kind of the bass that's just like throw more shit on there yeah uh, leave it in the corner without a stand you know it's it's totally yeah it's totally the base that you would do that for um well you dropped it earlier so that's fine uh (laughs) so i just like eh, i don't know like to me it feels it's not like that i'm worried about like it you know oh how quick can you tune it down like to me it's like the like i was like talking to johnny like oh do you ever notice that your intonations intonations 
do you <laughs> do you ever notice that like your intonation is off that like okay like it's in tune but like you know the higher you go up it's like it's not completely exactly like, where you want it yeah. dead on balls accurate is kind of what i'm looking at it's like whereas like i i can intonate my bass and uh-huh. strings and everything and action to e but i have to compensate and get d kind of eh, there yeah which is still in tune because i'm looking at it with my fractal tuner i'm like it's in d open you know in other notes are like they're still in tune to where they should be mm-hmm. but they're not right in the middle yeah. where they should be and i'm like okay so you is comp- it like is it lower Oh yes, it's higher. So higher. I'm like, I'm trying to adjust okay. the bridge, but I'm like, if I adjust the bridge for drop D, and then you fuck up, then your I fuck stint, it. Yeah. So I'm like, it's slight. It's not even out of tune to where it's noticeable, but I can notice when you're like with headphones in and you're listening with like, you know, like I said, like if I have my fractal and I'm looking at my notes and I can do this and I can do the strobe tuning, I'm like, oh, it's a little bit off. And so I'm like, okay, it's just, you know, it's it is what it is. It's not like, uh, honestly, not a big deal nobody in the crowd is gonna tell whatever but it's just me bitching and then to me i'm like okay that is one thing I'm like mm, i don't like doing this because the instruments aren't supposed to go back and forth like that <laughs> but it's also yeah. like the feel of it because the strings to me are like i feel like i'm like it's a rubber band like that you're just like you know like the rubber band guitars that you take like you know it's like hey you're just like boo, 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 boo. <laughs> like that's the way it feels but it's totally in well, tune why don't you just get two bases and you know no intonate. no no oh okay sorry <laughs> <laughs> that is that was an amazing idea, but I can't believe you shot it down so quickly. Yep, no, that's dumb. Uh, you take that idea right back and put it back in the mail and send it back to somebody and shove else. Shove it up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you could do that too. Uh, um, but I don't know. It's just to me. So I know it's me just bitching about it. I'll go into more thoughts on it. But what are your thoughts on drop tuning or alternate tunings? This is kind of what like I want a loose topic here. Alternate tunings, Kyle. We do play in one. Yeah. But it's not that... Half step down, it's just, you know, it's nothing crazy. It's nothing crazy, and I think we've gotten used to it. But I'm like, are these alternate tunings and weird tunings just like like force of habit with the hands? Is it something to feel? I'm like, okay, what is it? Let's go off on it. Um, I, you know, I I think it's weird when I see someone in standard E, actually. I'm like, Mm oh, like, uh, grow up, dog. (laughs) I did. (laughs) But I sometimes do like why 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 is it like standard tuning? Is it just because like well that's what you learned in yeah try something else, bro? Yeah, I've ventured so far away. <laughs> we didn't. We only dropped a step down because half step down. Half step down <laughs> is because we recorded our, our first like full length album in standard. Yeah, and then we we're like, and then when it came time to sing those live and like the recording process of like you know um i mean the music is only a, a certain thing that you're like oh yeah what's a big deal and once you do like the vocals which you did pretty much most of the heavy lifting on that i did like a song and a verse yeah. really and i did a couple backgrounds here and there yeah. but you did most of it and you're like dying every day of doing yeah. the vocals and uh, like oh, okay cool and then once we got to like practice like <laughs> yeah and the guy who um our friend Roland, who was uh, helping us record it, he's like, "You guys should try tuning half step down." We we're like, "No, no, no, no." <laughs> and we yeah. kept saying no the whole time until we did it. And he's like, "And then he was like, oh, we're doing practice.'" I'm like, "Oh, how's practice going with it?" And he's like, "Well, it's a little hard." Da, da, da. I'm like, "Well, try tuning half step down." And we're like, "This fucking son of a bitch." Oh, he's right. 
Yeah. <laughs> and we just got new strings, the thicker strings. And we're like, yeah, that's it. That's all we needed to like kick back into like doing practice. And so since then, so since 2008, 2007, we've been playing half step down. And that's just what we do. Yeah. It's been so long. And then, um, so I don't know. Other people who play or hear us play sometimes, and like once we tell them, like, oh, yeah, no, we play uh, half step down. It's like, I've, I've heard it from uh, friends who are guitar players or whatever. I have friends. That's <laughs> sounding oh. like what I was trying to say. I, uh, friends who are Humble like, brag. Uh, like, I have a friend. Um, I got a friend. I have <laughs> no Yeah, ass. I got a friend in high places. <laughs> um, in mediocre places. Uh, so like, you heard us play and he's like, oh, cool. And he was like, and it's like, oh, yeah, you know, just talking about guitars. I'm like, yeah, we, we do all our stuff half step down. We never change tunings from there. We just kind of like, like, I don't like the idea of playing guitar with drop D or whatever. And then he's like, oh, wow. Okay, that's one explanation of why you guys sound so heavy is because you guys are playing just down more. Yeah, so we're I, so heavy. I'm like, yeah, you know, I think that does, you know, especially when we hit those lower notes, like once we lock in, it's like, doo, 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 you yeah. know, it's like we can kind of get a little bit. I don't know. And then he's like, oh, that's cool. So he had mentioned like, oh, that's one thing I noticed. Like, you guys sound heavier certain parts. I'm like, oh, let's not completely noticeable it's not like we're doing like drop a or anything like that it's like or like playing we're doing baritone or seven strings like that it's like it's just like a little bit like oh okay you can cut like still cut through but kind of get those lower notes that's why i think like okay what we play is not technically an alternate tuning but it is it is you know sometimes i like to mess around and do the drop drop d drop d so that would be drop C sharp? <laughs> yeah, if yeah. it's in yeah. So it's uh it's interesting. Yeah. It, it's kind of like a oh, you have to rethink everything. But I eventually turn it back up, tune it yeah. back up. I'm like, oh um not you know, it's sound it's just a different sound and it it has, you know, different frequencies, I guess. Yeah. One thing I, definitely I've, noticeable. I've I notice is like it's I don't know. We don't know what we're talking about. No, I mean with with, with bass, I know like when I feel it, it's not, yeah. it's like I don't I lose my punch going to D. Oh yeah, that makes sense. But it's just like instantly, I'm just like, I'm just like just like because I'm like, oh, we play like D sharp, but once I you know oh, we're playing E standard with the band, uh, just in case, then we go to D drop D. Uh, just going from like you know D sharp is where we play or E flat whatever. Um, with playing, I'm like, yeah, no, that sounds great. You can hear the notes or whatever, the growl or whatever. I'm like, on the bass, I'm like, once I go to drop D, I'm like, it's just like, but it, it doesn't matter because it fits the mix and it fits the band. I'm playing correctly, but I'm like, it's just me bitching, like I said, yeah. trying to reel that back in. Um, You bitch a lot. Yeah, you know, hey, you know, so it's it's my it's my right, you know, um, but... uh. <laughs> It's my my favorite things to do. My my favorite pastime is just a bitch about things. <laughs> um, so I noticed that it's, like, it's just for other people who played, you know, drop D. And it's like for Adam, the guitar player for Just In Case, not to harp on that so much. Um, but he plays really interesting chords. Like he's doing a lot of kind of like me as a guitar player, what I do for playing. It's like you're the only one. So you make these chords and change them up and do the rhythms while you're singing, but also do lead lines with that. But he's doing them a lot with like drop D, and I'm like, I've have haven't heard that you know, for lack of a better phrase, 
for lack of better phrase, that flavor of sound, which he's just building by himself. There's some parts where there's breaks where it's just him playing. I'm like, that's cool. And I'm watching what he's doing. I'm like, he's, you know, just a different chord variations that he's playing. I'm like, oh, I would have never played that in standard or your standard shape. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe I should try it. And then I'm like, I have Evertune, and I don't want to tune my guitar, so I don't. So that's like a, like one of the barriers to entry for yeah. doing for guitar. But I'm like, I don't know. And then I think about it's not even just drop D. There's open G. There's oh, open Jesus E. Christ. Oh my God. There's Dad Gad, and I'm like, <laughs> because there's so many of them. I'm like, shit. There's slide guitars and stuff like that. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just like. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not turned off by it, but I just like maybe think I'm like, my guitars, maybe if I like had some of my guitars set up for other tunings. Yeah. Which I have other guitars. I currently have five. Wow, I, Brian. I, oh, humble wow. Brian. I um, could set other ones up, but I'm like, is it going to- why? Yeah. I'm like, you and I, maybe this is like you and I at the same, like- Yes, manning each other. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> I'm like to me, I'm like. I think because ultimately, well, why would you, you use want... those guitars in the band? Yeah, and we're probably not going to change the tuning in the band. Yeah, but we're at a luxury with us, which is now another humble brag. This is actually one. We have so many songs and so many good songs that we could always play for a show and live. That if we wrote a song that was only for the studio and for an album, and we never played it live, yeah, who cares? That's fine. Because we have a catalog of, I want to say, over 40 to 50 good songs, original. And then we have covers that we can sprinkle in that we don't have to play. Until we move into our wedding band phase. And, and then someone's we got like, all covers. And then, oh yeah, but then someone's like, play that one really crazy song that has weird tunings. And you're like, sorry, ma'am, <laughs> just doing my job. <laughs> Not playing it. Just the facts, ma'am. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. The dragnet or something. Yeah. But it, I'm like, okay. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, that was like, a, you know, we could write weird stuff. We don't have to, like, oh, I guess to pull the curtain back a little bit more, we always write songs to be like, we're going to play this live. How is this going to go live? But yeah. we have plenty of songs that we don't ever play live. What if we wrote songs weird and just do some weird stuff and, like, tunings might be a. Good way to open your mind, man. The same way that you're thinking of people who same play. Same way when you drop acid and you do LSD, yeah, or, bro. Or you know, or you could just drop tuning instead. Oh shit! <laughs> um, you know, it's like how you think of like, oh, people who play standard E. You're like, come oh, on, God. grow up. I'm like, what if we tried other things? I don't know. It's like to me, like just you know, I'm playing the the other part here. What if we played other stuff? Whether I don't know. It's not a bad thing playing drop D. I did my bitching before, but I'm like, it could be something cool. Playing, you know, drop tunings, alternate tunings. I don't know. I'm like, what are some good songs and riffs that maybe you guys, the listeners, like maybe some of you are stewing, stewing a little bit. Like, you're boiling, you're boiling blood. Are, what idiots. They don't know nothing. Skin's crawling. But I don't know if you have some good tunings and some good songs, maybe some good riffs that we could try. Maybe as a guitar player, Kyle and I can both do that. Maybe we'll get some ideas for the band. That may be kind of fun. I don't know. Let us know. We could try learning some songs and riffs and come back to you, report back, if we ever learned anything. Because do we learn anything today? Ever. Do we ever learn anything? Mm -mm. Mostly not. 
But we like to talk about it and we like to, you know, riff on it. Harp on it is probably better. But uh, let's, you know, we are rambling on. I'm going to reel it in. All right, we're going to get out of here. But if you guys want to follow along with the Tone Jerks, you guys can do so on the internet. Uh, follow us along on social media. We have an Instagram at the Tone Jerks, and we have a Facebook group. Just search the Tone Jerks and you will find us. We have a page that you can like. It's There is absolutely nothing going on there. Stop telling people about it then. I mean, we need the numbers. People do <laughs> okay. like it. People do right, like sorry, do people. Like, are, are starting to like Don't it. Don't listen so. to me. But yeah, join the group. Uh, you know, like, like I said, search the Tone Jerks and you'll find it. There's cool shit going on. Uh, but if you guys really like the show, if you guys remember earlier on in the beginning, I talked about two bucks a month. That's not a big deal. Right? Two bucks, man. Two bucks, dude. You guys can help support the show for as little as $1 a month. But if you guys double down for two bucks, you guys get an extra episode every week. Two bucks, though. <laughs> yeah. We're doing, uh, you know... I have, you know, a whole another episode. Um, and there is a whole back catalog of over 60. I think we're getting close to 70 extra episodes. Ooh. Premium. The premium jerk. You guys get that for two bucks. <laughs> but just for supporting the show, we're going to give uh, you guys a shout out. So, Kyle, you got a listy list going on. I, give I, it I got to one right me. here. Baby! All right, we have Brian from Nutter Guitars, Nicholas Payson, Alvaro Viramontes, Colin Smith, Brett Alexander, <laughs> Digger from Fatfoot Effects. You're going backwards than you've done before. So I wonder if I just like reverse this. So I can be like, <laughs> Bruce Banana, Sean Fahey, Stephen Conradi, Steve Mike. Sean Arbo from Gun Street Wiring Shop. Leon from Pelican Noiseworks. Kevin Equits from Equits Guitars. Will Lehue and Joseph from Like My Pedals. They have a podcast. Just surprised me. Yeah, just surprised me. Yeah, no, um, one of these days I told them I'm going to try and weasel my way onto their show. So, you know, check them out. Keep yeah. an eye open. Just one of them. Johnny Ray. Doug King. Doug Gann. And Doug Chris. Man, backwards, this is so weird for me. I'm just in awe. <laughs> I've changed the order before. <laughs> I'm just going to edit it to my liking. You're going to like so clip be all this cut all. <laughs> like, clip show. Just, like, <laughs> <laughs> just a lot of breath. <laughs> <laughs> all right, come on. <laughs> Jason Fuzzmonger. Andrew Walsh. Michael Newman. Abe Newman. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Rohr from the Let Him Hear podcast. Co Schneider from the Flippin' Flippers podcast. Jamie Davis. Jim Bowers. That's it. All right. Thanks, guys. I don't know what to do with myself. It's all backwards. I don't know what to do with my mouth. Oh, God. I, uh... Yep. There we go. Bye, people. <laughs>